Hello, my friend, Joshua Boswell here, and welcome to another episode of The Writer's Life. I often get the question of, what if I'm just starting out? And I don't have clients, and I don't have great experiences, and I don't have all these amazing stories. I haven't coached thousands of writers like you, Joshua. I haven't written for Google and Sony and Verizon and Toshiba and all these major corporations across the world. I haven't, I haven't done all of that. I don't have controls and amazing pieces of copy. Other like, like I've got a few clients, but I'm like, why not this all this big stuff to create amazing credibility in every aspect of my marketing channel? So what do I do about that? Well, I want to talk about that and give you some very simple ways to address this. And it's going to be surprising. And I'm going to ask you to set aside some doubts, some self-deprecation, some ideas about, you know, how you're not that great or, you know, we all tend to sort of look at ourselves and diminish ourselves. And I want to invite you for just a few minutes to look at yourself as you really, really are. I also want to talk about a concept in psychology, and I'm not sure this is the exact term, but this is what I always call it. I want to talk about this concept called assumptive transference. And this idea basically says that as human beings, when we see someone who is expert in one category, we tend to make an assumption that they can be an expert in another category. So if we see somebody who is a really great marketer, we might tend to assume that the... Um, that, that they're awesome at writing, or that they're a great marketer, that they're good at graphics, or if they're a great writer, then they're good at uh, writing books. And maybe they're terrible at writing books or storytelling, but but we assume they are. Like, or I, I met a guy the other day, and he's an author, and he's got a couple of best-selling books, and you know, you just assume he's a great writer and could do great like marketing pieces and whatnot. And he confided in me, he was like, actually, I'm terrible at writing marketing pieces and promotional pieces and articles and whatnot. I just, I'm a novelist. I just write books. So he, uh, so, so I made an assumption and I transferred that assumption from one skill set to another skill set. Now, here's why this is important. Because when you're just beginning, you have in your background an amazing wealth of experience and knowledge. Look, if you're over the age of 16, you've done something in your life. You've created some kind of skill. You've connected with some people. You've developed some kind of characteristic that is desirable for your clients to want to hire. Let me give you a quick example. And, I, and you've probably heard me tell this before, but when I first started out, the thing that I was like, well, I didn't have a lot to go on. And so the thing that I focused on was that I had been a lifeguard in high school. And, and I told stories about how one day a guy had jumped in the pool and hurt his neck and we got him all boarded up. And, and in my beginning information about all my promotions and when I talked to clients and part of my signature story was all about this rescue that I had done when I was 16 years old working as a lifeguard at a swimming pool. Now, you might say to yourself, Joshua, what does that have anything to do with writing? Well, it has a lot to do with writing. I want to give you a, a fun exercise. This isn't a homework, but it's just a fun exercise. I want you to sit down and I want you to ask yourself, 
what is it that writer that um, that marketer marketing directors and content managers and business owners and website developers like what do they want to see in a writer and i i did this exercise and i made this list and i thought well they want someone who can be on time they want someone who's responsible they want someone who's easy to work with they want someone who's a good writer by the way i've done this exercise with thousands of literally thousands and thousands of writers and I'll have them raise their hand and shout things up and I'll write stuff up on the board and, uh, and I'll ask them what kind of things do they think that you know, marketing directors, content managers, people that hire writers, editors, publishers, et cetera, what, what do they wanna see in a writer? And it's always the same list. And sometimes I have to remind them that these people are also looking for individuals who can write well. Now we tend to think in our brain, we're like, oh, well, if you don't write really well and you have all these amazing samples and this incredible, you know, uh, past experience and portfolio, like you're just out of luck. And And that's simply not true. And a lot of times what they want is a good cultural fit. They want someone who is respectful. They want someone who's easy to work with. They want someone who's on time. And, you know, in telling my story about being a lifeguard, I would connect the dots and say, you know, as a lifeguard, I had to work with the public. I'd work with thousands of people every single day at this water park. And I had to deal with difficult people and I had to deal with nice people and I had to be, you know, a good face and a good voice for the company and for the park. So we didn't want to scare people off. We wanted people to come. And I also had to make sure that they were safe and take care of. I had to be responsible for the people and their lives and what they're doing. Now notice that these are all characteristics that the marketing director, that the publisher, that the managers, they want someone who has these kinds of characteristics. And I I created this credibility. So I created credibility as a lifeguard and then they, and I connected the dots and they made assumptive transference that, hey, if I could be as a 16 year old, if I could be responsible on time, great with the public, good with people, all those kinds of things, then, then I could transfer that into my writing. They made an assumption because I told those stories of desirable characteristics and qualities. So how do you do this? Well, here's the reality. You might be sitting there saying like, I have not ever done anything in my life. That is simply not true. That is simply not true. If you've done, if you're at 98.6 in breathing, you've done things that are of value to your clients. The the problem is, is you just have not adequately identified them, effectively told the story based on the principles of storytelling that we've talked about in other modules, and, and you have not been willing to share that. I was willing to share that I was a lifeguard and it landed me major clients. Not not tiny clients, major clients. My first big client within a year of starting as a writer was Corel, a Fortune 500 company. And that was as a brand new writer, but I told the story effectively and they did assumptive transference. Does that make sense? So here's an assignment for you. And this is not a homework assignment. This is a bonus for you, but I just want you to sit down and I want you to make a list of all the different skills and attributes, qualities, characteristics that you have. And I want you to jot all those down. And then I want you to jot down a list of characteristics, qualities, skills, and attributes that you think that you're Uh, target audience is going to want to see in you before they hire you. And then I want you to connect those. Remember remember in uh, elementary school, we used to have a list of certain colors or attributes on one side and then the picture or words on the other side and you had to match which one went with where. Remember that? You draw a line down or whatever. I want you to do the same thing here. I want you to look at your life from the lens of truth, from how things really are. 
from a lens of optimism, from a lens of, wow, I really did do some neat stuff. I remember I had, a, I had one client, he had been a journalist for about 15 years, and he was migrating into uh, copywriting, into persuasive writing, and wanted to write for the financial newsletter industry, and, and he was like, oh, but you know, I, I don't really have any, I don't have any good samples, I don't have any good stories, like, all I did was just a journalist. And I'm like, well, let's read some of your story. Let's look at what some of the things you've done. And we did, and we looked at it, and I was like, you know what, you have this ability to organize, you've got ability to research, you've got ability to get on and meet deadlines, you've got ability to tell stories, you've got ability, like we went through all this stuff, and I was like, dude, you have all this stuff that you need to convince these guys to hire you. I've talked with other people, I talked to a gal the other day, who she's, she was like, you know what, I, I don't think this is really going to work for me, because, I mean, I can't really tell about stories, I've just been a mom, I mean, I've, I've just been a mom, and I was like, Hey, whoa, whoa, hold up right there. Just a mom? Why don't we take an assessment of what actually it takes to be a mom? You got to know first aid. You got to know psychology. You got to have great writing, uh, um, persuasion skills. You got to have great discipline skills. You got to have great organization skills. You've got to be able to deal with chaos and insanity and still keep your brains together. You got to dress up and be nice and look sharp for the world and, you know, put on a good face even though when you feel terrible. Like, like all the, like we just went through all these things. Plus, you got to be nurturing and loving and understanding and caring and you know sympathetic to people and understand to people from different walks of life and different backgrounds. Like, wow, just a mom? Like, whoa, you've done amazing stuff in your life. And by the way, she hadn't been just a mom. We talked about a bunch of other things that she had done. And like, everybody's got a story. Everybody's got skills. Everybody's got a superpower inside of them. And my encouragement to you is make a list of what those superpowers are, those skills, those abilities, see the things the way they really are, not some self-deprecating way, but things, see things in the light of truth, in the light of optimism, in the light of enthusiasm about who you are as an individual. You have my permission to sit down and brag for a little bit, and then make a list of all the things that your industry wants to see in a writer, whatever that is, and then connect the dots. And then use the storytelling principles we've talked about and write some signature stories. Write some stories that help people see that you have the skills and abilities, that you do have talents and gifts and skills and attributes and characteristics. They might have shown up in other areas of your life, but you got them, and you're willing to transfer those to your writing business, to your writing itself, and that's exactly what they want to see and that they want to have. And if you'll do that, you'll be amazed at how people will naturally and appropriately transfer skills from one area to another area and be delighted to give you a shot and to hire you and to pay you more and to you know work with you long term, put you on retainer and all these kinds of things that we want to have in our writing business. Cool? So will you do that? Will you take some time and put together a list of your skills, your attributes, your qualities, your characteristics, and then look at what your industry wants. And if you have on there, or they just want someone who's a really, really amazing writer, then you don't know marketing directors. And, and it's not true. They do need writing skills. They do want writing skills, but they want so much more. And you know what? Some of these other things is harder to teach than writing skills. They, they can teach you about what, you know, the style that they want and the voice that they want, but so much harder to teach these other characteristics. So demonstrate to them through some good quality stories that you can do this, that you've got the skills, let them make the assumptions, let them transfer it, and you can get hired way faster than you ever thought possible.
Sounds good? All right, talk to you soon. Bye now. Hello, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Life. I wonder if you've thought about what it would take to double your writing business in the next year. I wonder what you've thought about what systems, templates, tools, resources, and secret strategies you would need to put into place in order to literally explode your business and take your writing skills and turn it into the lifestyle of your dreams. Well, if you've thought about that, then I want to invite you to go over to copywritermarketer.com slash membership and check out the tools and the training that we've got there that I've put together through almost two decades of being in the writing business and helping thousands of writers achieve their dreams. I want you to be next. Go check it out. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now.